0: Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98KUPD.com. Uh, and then the other thing that was uh, last night that I was like another head shaker. Uh, the song you were playing yesterday by Lizzo. Oh yeah. You see she's got a change she's gotta change a word. Oh. Yeah, so she's the song is Girls. It's sampled off of the Beastie Boys song Girls. Oh you got the clean one, right? Yeah, let me give me a second. So she is making a change to the song because uh, Fans evidently in an uproar over a word she used. In, the, in the, she calls everybody bitch. Oh yeah, the whole time, All right? That's not bad. Right, bitch, where's my bag? Hold my bag, bitch. In fact, the first word in the song is bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she just says it for no reason. Uh, and then she's got to change one of the lyrics because uh, the, the 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 audience just wouldn't take it anymore. Lizzo dropped her new single uh, Friday. Here it is.
1: Um. Uh. That's where oh, it normally we go. would go, uh-huh. yeah. Hold my back. bitch. Hold my back. Bitch. Do you see it? Beep. I'm a...
0: So they beep it out on that, right there. So I'm it says, uh, play that part play. again. Because it's the lyrics are, do you, see do you see this S? I'm a spaz I'm about, to about to knock somebody. somebody out. Well, out of all that, out of all the language in that, somebody's like, Spaz? Uh unacceptable Lizzo oh Jesus and then somebody put it up on the page spaz really we've come this far Lizzo in her glory doesn't want to offend um, Spazzes? you bitch you hoe get rid of that spaz <laughs> right exactly she offends me every time I video's okay on. bitch did you just say spaz we don't use that type of language how <laughs> like wait a minute what are we mad at We're mad at Spaz. And she says, as an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. Bitch! So, Spaz is off-limits. It's been brought to my attention that there was a harmful word in my song, girls. Let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. Then she says, as a fat black woman in America, because she doesn't like derogatory language... I've had many hurtful words used against me so I overstand the power words can have. You don't use understand. Hell That's no. weak. Understand, we overstand. I just make stuff up. Whether intentionally or in my case unintentionally. I'm proud to say there's a new version of with lyric change. This is a result of me listening and taking action as an influential artist. I'm dedicated to being part of the change. XOXO Lizzo bitch. Can't say Spaz. People lost their minds. She went back and re-recorded and just bleeped it out. Offending people. I'm offended every time I see her. I thought Spaz was British for like a slur. I didn't think Americans use Spaz as a slur at all. In
1: school we had Chaz the Spaz.
0: Chaz the Spaz, we had Spaz all the Oh, you're acting like a Spaz. Like Spastic wasn't retarded. No. Spastic was just a guy who wasn't very coordinated. Yeah. It was it was a dude who's like, oh, Garth's playing third base. What's Coach thinking? He's a Spaz. Lose physical or emotional control is the definition. You're a spaz. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. it. It has nothing to do with your mental state yeah. of being. But I know in Europe they use it as a, 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 re, a substitute for the R word. Yeah, the, the slang word is a stupid or incompetent person. Yeah. yeah. They, those are out there, too, and that doesn't yeah. make them mentally, uh, you know, protected. There are dumb people we need to call names sometimes. <laughs> spaz. <laughs> you know who's a Spaz. The first person that tweeted out, I can't listen to the song, girls, bitch, because the word spaz makes this hoe upset. So no more for me. Spaz, bitch, How? <laughs> Acting like a spaz. That's like something like if you're, you know when you're the most spazzy is when there's a bee near you. That's like the definition of spaz because you, you just freak out and your hands start doing stuff that aren't normal and spaz. You've played So people. then
1: is wigging out going to be uh
0: you know, know. know what, what words, how people. deep is it going to go now? <laughs> yeah, is that against me? You're t- you making fun of me because of wigs? I, huh? i follow that. That's right. I don't know how you can do this to your own people, Brady. Wiggin' out. <laughs> spaz. Too harmful to be called a spaz. I don't even think people who are spazes know it's harmful. But that's the world we live in now. And she's, like, getting patted on the on the giant back. Because people are saying, wow, what a great lady. She recognized her. She wrote it. She she wrote the word spaz not thinking a thing, and then somebody told her, by the way, that offended my spaz child. <laughs> You're just basically saying you got a spaz, kid? <laughs> I, for one, will never stop using spaz. It's one of my favorites. It's not even a real word. It's half of a word. Spastic.
1: Brett's buddy growing up, Dominic
0: Spazzini. Oh. I mean, they call and him What spaz. else do you call him in the hood, in the neighborhood? Oh, yeah. he comes Dominic Spazzini. We can't call him the thing because, you know, it's a little touchy. <laughs> Hi, Spazzini. You could call me Spaz. No, I can't. People will write letters. Who Who's out there doing that? And evidently there were thousands of them. Like tons of people saying. They're mad at Jennifer Aniston. Because yeah, so. she, the thing she said. She's she,
1: basically cl- calling out all the uh, talents. She's saying social there's, media. there's
0: no gatekeeper on talent anymore. You get famous for nothing faster today than ever before. She's 100% and, correct. And people are like, oh, nice. I guess since your parents' nepotism, your parents were actors and got you in the business. Yeah, she has two daughters. Yeah, she cool. didn't earn it. It's like Jennifer Aniston didn't earn it. She wasn't in Leprechaun, like earning her stripes. But they're like, no, your parents were actors, so you had money and you were from a rich family, so of course you got famous. And all these people are like, she's not wrong. Like, TikTok is an easy way to get famous. That's all she was saying. I don't, and she was like, it's kind of stinky because you have to sift through so much more garbage to get, but fame is, like, easier than it's ever been. Oh, really? Rich bitch? I'm like, man, they're mean to everyone who says something you don't like. Just cannibalize. And Jennifer people Aniston. Are so angry that
1: the industry is more diverse, more inclusive yeah. of people from all backgrounds who had nothing but a phone or a prop to showcase their right. dream when their communities were
0: probably underfunded and overlooked. Right. And you're talking to Jennifer Aniston, by the way. Let's keep making them mad. She's on your side. Person complaining. The person who says underfunded, marginalized groups never had a chance, and now they might. Jennifer Aniston is, like, on that side. She's pure Hollywood. Like, more than likely, I'm guessing, super liberal person who just kind of said, TikTok, meh real easy to get famous nowadays with that because there's nobody really oh that piss you off rich bitch I'm like Jesus eat your own not lying again though I feel like if you've ever complained on Twitter you are as fast I saw an interview with Tom Hanks and he talked about how he hasn't been active on any of those social media things for about three years and he said the reason why was because, <laughs> because he realized that it wasn't doing him no good he gets enough attention as it is and I feel like maybe he said what I've always felt about social media. I'm like, I got this thing. Eh, I get enough from this. I don't need to like spark every idea I've got out there on some platform and then get in trouble for it. And he said, "I realized it one day when I put a tweet out about like it was a nice day. It was just an innocuous nothing tweeting and some guy goes, F- "You hanks, you Obama-loving leftist cock." <laughs> and he's like, "And that's when I knew this is kind of a futile exercise for me. I shouldn't I shouldn't want to talk to them this much." And he's dead right. I'm like, why are you do an interview about TikTok? It's a trap. Spaz. I say we start a campaign to start bringing Spaz back. I haven't heard it for years, uh, till Lizzo brought it up. Like Spaz used to be. Oh my god, they got such a Spaz. It used to be kind of a fun. Yeah, spaz. it was an '80s thing. Can we watch Revenge of the Nerds? Wasn't there a Spaz in that? What was the movie with Spaz? Oh no, that was Meatballs. Meat- meatballs had Spaz. And he was kind of a dopey, awkward, gangly, non athletic person who you'd never want on your team. That was the point of like lining everybody. Do they still do that, I wonder, in school at recess where they line everyone up, pick two captains, and then you pick? Yeah. They do. They'll do teams. Isn't that like letting a kid know he's the worst one? They
1: still uh, make note of who was the, yeah, second to last and last picked. Yeah, the last
0: one picked. Yeah. You're a spaz. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. If you're the last one picked. And sometimes it was like for... Actually, sometimes you'd r-
1: rather have a spaz going in there sometimes oh, rather than doing like, nothing.
0: I hated playing with spazzes. If they're active and they know the game, but it's just, yeah. that's uncoordinated. A spaz is like... I coached a uh, kid's basketball one year because uh, my friend's uh, dad... I did it for his my best friend's nephew. And we had a spaz on our team named Daniel, and I called Daniel the praying mantis—not to his face, but I'm like he would face the wrong way all the time. Like he would always face the direction of the guy he's supposed to be guarding. And the guy would walk right by him. Like Daniel, stay between that guy and the basket. And then I had to speak spaz, and I get it. I'm like, look, at all times you need to be between him and the basket at all times. Boy, did that register with him? And the little praying mantis would run around with his hands all tucked in, and he was a—he was glue. Now the glove. He—he he never, ever did anything when the kid had the ball, except stay between him and the basket. But that was lesson one. Always sickness.
1: You hear the words you say. Sometimes, I mean, who talks like that? Ready,
0: Holmberg's morning sickness. But I realized, oh, that kid's complete a complete spaz. I have to fix that in one way or another, at least get him on the right track. Stay between him and the basket. And also, nobody passed the ball to Daniel. Those were the two rules that we had when Daniel was in the game. Never pass it to Daniel. There's a good chance he'll just hand it to the guy on the other team. I can't teach him everything. I'm here once a week. Don't pass it to him. Daniel, you stay between him and the basket. And Spaz started to do some stuff that was like... And you know what was great? This is the best thing about Spaz's. I'm going to use it a lot today. They always have a moment. Every season, Spaz has a moment. Garth, in my little league. uh, We were winning uh, like 6-4. to Bases were loaded. Uh, I had to come out of the game. Another guy had to come out of the game. Because we'd played our... I pitched my allotted amount. And I sat the last inning... And I think my, I can't remember who the other some kid named Glenn. And we were out of the game and losing our minds because we wanted to be in there. And so, and they had to make room for the other kids. And it was the last game of the year. High, it was almost like the coach drew it up by Disney. High pop fly right at Garth with the bases loaded. We're going to lose. It's 6-4. We're up to, this is going to turn into a catastrophe. First off, when he doesn't catch it, two runs are in. The third one's going to be when he tries to pick the ball up, drops it four or five times, and then lupuses it back in about eight feet, and then the shortstop has to run out and go get it. He caught it. And the place went crazy. Like bad news news. It was exactly like that. Little League Insane. He looped, yeah. He stuck his glove out and caught it. All the parents cheered loudly. All the kids cheered loudly. The other team couldn't believe what they'd just seen. And you know what that says? Everyone knew Garth was a spaz everyone knew it no one expected anything from Garth it probably registers if he hasn't killed himself by now because he was going nowhere it probably registers as the greatest day of his life that was he got carried off of a little league field and it's because he was so terrible he was the worst one in the league by I can't tell you how far he wasn't even close
1: but all that hard work cut. finally no paid hard off. work
0: at all Brady the kid never put in an effort he showed up because I think his dad wanted him to do it. He, he, the glove was often on the ground. We, we actually caught him one time sitting down. Because, you know, i, I turn around, I'd see shortstop. I was always short shortstop. I'd turn and I'd give the two outs and I'd look and I'm like, Garth, get up! He's just sitting down. I'm like, what is he doing? If the ball didn't go to him, he'd have a seat. Plucking a dandelion. <laughs> he never pulled flowers, which was the one thing you'd think he was going to start doing. <laughs> it's Arizona. We don't have dandelions. A lot oh, of yeah, stickers, that's... you know. If it was back east, forget it. That kid would have been lost in dandelions. And those little flowers are pulling all the yeah the, the seeds the coming the, seeds, out. the puffy allergy things. But it was Garth's greatest day, and I bet you to this to this very moment, if Garth's listening, he's like, I remember being on that jackass's team, and I caught that ball, and we won that game. It was Garth's best day. That was great. I was happy for him. You wanted to yeah, cry. That's awesome. That's, yeah, but he was. But it was awesome because he, the reason it was awesome was because his life was horrible. He was a miserable spaz. And that was his one highlight in life. That's it. He peaked in Little League. That's pathetic. I was just on the tail end of
1: uh, the, you don't have to play everybody. So mm. you, your guy's uh, riding the bench the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do I that. I mean, like, yeah. we were like, man, yeah, you're no good. Just. Uh, yeah, we uh, got to put everybody in. Everybody, and everybody yeah. played.
0: Yeah, everybody got in. And Garth had to have his. Let's just blow innings. out. Oh. Get him in. He had to get his three innings in and in that. He had to play half the game. Ooh, it was tough. We had to shuffle Garth around based on who's up. Oh, God, Brian Watts up. He's left-handed. All right, move. Garth, you're playing right again. (laughs) What's right? Ah, for Christ's sake. Somebody show him right. Where that flower is. Lay down over there. Lay down in that sticker patch. Okay. God, don't hit it to Garth. And you'd hear the other team going, hit it to Garth. Nope, everybody knew. (laughs) Garth got put in at third base once because our coach went insane. We were making a lot of errors. Fine. you guys don't want to play, we'll put Garth in. He was a punishment to the rest of the team. Are you serious? Absolutely. <laughs> Our big, fat coach. You guys don't want to play? Fine. Garth, third base. And we're like, oh, come on, coach. That's ridiculous. And Garth's like, it is ridiculous. I don't want to do this either. Garth played third. Every team had one or two except for the uh, top two
1: teams where the dads got to do the draft and yeah. stack the team.
0: Yep. Yeah. Atkins and Burkhart were the uh, the two dads that took that, and that Webb always played Falcon Plumbing in the championship. Fact. And then yeah, I was on a team that nobody wanted to coach. It was fun though. But Garth, you're the spaz, and spaz needs to be a real thing. And if I'm offending you, because you know you're a spaz, clean it up. You know, take a piano lesson or do something to make it so your fingers get a little uh, you know coordination, and then you won't be as big a spaz. What do you think he's doing right now, Garth? Yeah. Uh, if they found the body, <laughs> his
1: or the one it, he buried his. It? Well, uh, there's that too.
0: <laughs> if they found the bodies, he's. I think he's lighting his uh, <laughs> on fire and Flagstaff. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's sitting down right now. Yeah, he's probably sitting down in a forest <laughs> next to a flaming pile of <laughs> that he started, and uh, that would be my guess. I don't think much. I don't think Garth went anywhere. He wasn't home. You're right. If uh, the neighborhood cat started to disappear, I'm sure Garth was uh, looked into. And then uh, if, they haven't fa- if they found his body, it was dangling from something. Uh, more than likely a <laughs> makeshift, you know, a tie from a job interview that he didn't get was probably the only thing supporting him from falling all the way to the ground. Garth's dead. There's no way that kid's still alive. He was on the wrong track. Find out he's one of those monster pharma bros,
1: just making money on.
0: Uh -uh. No, do you realize the gap that he would have to cover from when I knew him in sixth grade to pharma bro? I mean, I there aren't enough years in a lifetime to figure out how to get him to pharma bro from where he was. He's no. My guess is Garth was dangling from a shower rod. By a tie that from a job he didn't get it probably like Red Robin or something, and uh, and he still and he had his ball glove on with that ball in it that it, the one ball he caught
1: passed up for manager
0: yeah you can't you can't no Garth he didn't make it
1: you don't think he founded like Google or uh, Pornhub no. or something no
0: nope, nope. he would have had to have some sort of conscious ability to recognize things directly around him to have any impact on the planet. He caught a ball and then God said, we're done with you, Garth. <laughs> that is the height of your existence. That was it. He caught the ball. This is his then, only dream. And then God did that Dick Clark thing where he just signing off and they never paid attention to Garth again and Garth ended up dangling from a rod. But that was a great moment for him and I was there for it because he was, a, he was a, I mean, he was a spaz times 10. So Lizzo, I protect Lizzo's right to say spaz, even though she's being way too sensitive to him. Spaz is not a bad thing, and I won't let it become one.
1: It is if you have a child who's a spaz.
0: Well, that's your fault. (laughs) I'm not calling anybody with a mental disorder a spaz. I'm calling somebody, like, Larry's a spaz, like, when it comes to sports. I wouldn't want Larry on my team in sports, would you? Total spaz. I can't imagine Larry with a baseball glove. Tumbling, stumbling. Oh, banging stuff. All right, spaz, you you go stand out where Gar stands. I can catch that, that touchdown, no problem. <laughs> right? Are we out playing a, field? what are we doing today? Like hockey ball, guys? What are we doing? Oh God, Larry's here. I brought my foot glove. No. Oh. Yeah, Larry would just smoke weed out in the thing with Garth. That's probably what Garth's doing. Garth has definitely found the weed. Eighth grade, Garth hit the weed. That probably calmed down a little bit, but God, if Garth, if you're listening, buddy. You know, Garth's looking down on us, I'm not about it. <laughs> if he's listening, it's because there is a heaven and he's paying attention. I'm
1: on the road, man. I've been running the tilter world for years. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know how you're bad at stuff is when everybody's like, can you believe he did that? That's when you know you're really crappy at something. Or everybody's expectations you are zero. Like, like Ski Mask coming in early. We're all shocked. Oh yeah. Because she doesn't. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station.